Welcome to Impactful Teens, a podcast dedicated to helping teens create an impactful and God-honoring life by developing a fulfilling and meaningful career. Each episode is 5 to 10 minutes of inspiration, motivation, and practical applications to design your life and career in a way that positively impacts the world around you. In today's episode, I want to speak to the actions and behaviors in teens that we as parents and youth leaders often perceive as blatant disrespect. The teenage years can often feel like an unpredictable and tumultuous period of life, and so often it is. Some of the ways that that might manifest, some of the things that tend to come up, which we as adults often view as problems, are things like a constant use of communication devices, cell phones, tablets, computers, and social media. It might be drastic mood swings. Um, it can display as aggression, might be hiding the truth or even outright lying. It could be defying the rules and arguing with the boundaries that you set. It might be massive changes in appearance or decreased communication with parents. It could be spending more and more time with friends and less time with family. Or it could come across as indecisiveness. This is just a few of the things that, a few of the ways that this might manifest itself, the things that we see as disrespect. So often, though, we only see these things from our perspective, with us at the center of our universe. And with that view, it's easy to think that these issues are about us or a reflection of how the teens feel about us. We tend to lump these behaviors together as disrespect, but the truth be told, that's rarely the complete story. While these actions in and of themselves may be disrespectful, the true motives are usually much deeper below the surface, often being hidden and unknown from the teens themselves. Most times, these behaviors come from teens in their search for identity and independence, And if we're truly honest, we'll recognize that our job as parents and leaders is to raise confident, independent, and impactful adults, essentially working ourselves out of a job. We don't want these teens to be dependent and reliable or rely on us forever. We want to create independent adults, somebody who can go out into the world on their own and make something of themselves, be significant to someone else. So if we can shift our mindset, shift our thinking to view, to change what we view as misbehavior into what it actually is, which is their search for independence, we'll be much more effective at our ultimate goal, which is to develop good people. I'm going to give a little analogy here. Remember back to your teenage years when you first got your driver's license. First time you sat behind the wheel of a car. You remember what that was like? It was like a feeling of, I'm finally free, a feeling of power, a feeling of elation even. But you didn't know exactly what you were doing. Sure, you knew that the wheel that you held onto is what steered the car. Your right foot pushes the gas, your left foot is the brake. But you were a little herky-jerky in your driving. You would overcorrect going around curves and you'd be on one side of the road and then you'd be on the, in the ditch on, off the other side of the road and back and forth, not consistent. It's because you're learning how to control the car. You didn't know how to control it the first time this was happening. 
And the teenage years are much the same way. They're learning new experiences. They're opening up their minds to new thoughts and ideas and feeling new emotions. And they don't know how to control all these different senses, how to file these things away and, and to, to deal with that. It's, it's overwhelming. And so often they're back and forth off one side and on the other side. And we as adults forget what it's like to be in that situation. So with that being said, here's five things you can do to combat what we perceive as disrespect in the teens in our lives. Number one is to create a trusting relationship. Trust is important in any relationship, especially with teens. And if you want them to listen to you or consider what you have to say, we need to earn their trust. Say what you mean and mean what you say, and don't be afraid to be vulnerable by sharing difficult things with them. But always be honest and truthful. Number two, empathize with them. Remember, you were a teenager once too. And no matter how unreasonable your teen's behavior may seem, try to imagine how they're feeling. Focus your attention on their welfare, their interests, and their needs. Let go of your judgments and critiques. Acknowledge their feelings. Ask questions. And don't try to run ahead in the conversation trying to solve it before they're ready for that. Allow that to happen naturally. Number three, respect them. You want them to respect you? Teach them about respect by respecting them. You earn respect by leading by example rather than by fear and intimidation. Acknowledge their unique personalities, their ideas, their opinions, and their emotions. That is who they are. Don't belittle them, ever. Not in front of their friends, not in front of their peers, not in front of adults they respect, and not even in private. Don't belittle them. If you criticize and trivialize their ideas or opinions, that can make them insecure as adults. And when you treat your teens with respect, they will tend to develop respect towards you as well. Number four, offer help. Most teens can take care of themselves and may not need your help, but it's important that they know you're willing and available to help them if they need it. Some teens might feel the need to do everything on their own, and they might think of needing help as a sign of being inadequate. But teach your kids that not everyone can do everything. And it's okay to ask for help sometimes. That's part of learning new skills and new ideas. You can model that by asking for their help in your own projects, which brings them in, helps them to feel involved. And when they see you asking for help, they'll learn that it's okay for them to ask for help as well. And number five, show them that you care. Your teens might hate you, or at least they might say so, but that's probably not the truth. They might see your discipline and strictness as hatreds towards them and feel like you only want to make their life difficult. That's also not true. But you can mitigate their negative feelings towards you by showing that you care about them. Not only should you tell them how much you love them, but do little things for them. Do things in their love language that make them happy. Show interest in what they're interested in, even if you have to fake it a little bit. This will help keep those communication channels open for you when they really need to talk to you. Now, behavioral changes are common in teenagers, whether you have a teenage boy or a girl. Knowing what's normal and what's not can help you to deal with them and interact with them appropriately and build a strong cooperative relationship that benefits not only the two of you, but everyone around you as well. The teenage years are so critical for the development 
of well-rounded adults. And the way we approach those years has a tremendous effect on the development and the future of the youth that we're working with. I went a little long today, but if I could leave you with one thought, it's this. We are developing adults, not trying to make them the model teenager, but help them to become well-rounded adults who can live a happy and productive life, who can enjoy life and bring joy to other people as well. Again, we're raising confident, independent, and impactful adults. That's all I've got for today. As always, stay focused on your mission, remain steadfast in your pursuit of excellence, and always do the right thing.